Alright, I'm Helen Wilco and you're listening to the first episode of the King Inc. podcast. King Inc. is Sunderland's monthly spoken word and poetry night. You'll find us at Pop Rex on the second Thursday night of every month. It seems fitting that the first poem of the podcast is by the late Patrick Shannon, who co-founded King Inc. The poem will be read by James Whitman. The rest of the poems are written and performed by our regular contributors. Let's crack on! Song of Care by Patrick Shannon Your ways are worth their weight in saying Known in song from birth to dying Comfort is a thread spun out For hurt and pain to weave care Saying all before is unchanged Save that the call is love The journey a life The closing my faith in you We have borne illness in truth besides, known in time and touch. In your hand and heart is the doing you give your voice to. All ages, all nurses in seeing and silence, there in the heart that knows. How to Read Poems Stephen McGowan Do not read poems. Talk them, sling them, Shout them, out loud them, expound them, confound them, fling phlegm them into the faces of your friends and strangers on the bus. Astound them with sound, then chew them, eat them, open wide and spew them, spread those stanzas around with a big, loud shovel. Dingling those decibels, phone that megaverse at full volume, hand crank that voice box to 180. Climb clumsily onto the table desk chair, look directly into the eyes of the person at the back, and projects! Go full operatic, with a horny helmet on your head. Peruse a diagram of your diaphragm, then take it from the top of your lungs until the neighbours make a noise complaint. Then paint them and the poetry polis with words and sounds and rhythm. Two coats. Do not read poems. Okay, so this is an extract from Shades of Grey by me, Steve Irwin. A man in a carriage of the train, slipping in and out of consciousness, arms wrapped tightly around a leather satchel, grey overcoat loose, belt trailing the floor. No one else in the carriage. It rattles over tracks, passing fields and rivers, hillsides of cattle, dingy little towns, Black steel constructions bellowing smoke into a granite sky. The satchel contains a life's work. The man knows the last stop must be reached before embarking on that other great journey. The satchel is heavy, trouble and strife a difficult load to carry. The man looks similar to the one who greets us in the morning mirror. But night follows day, and he is older, much older. His train passes our tracks from time to time. Look, we cry, I've seen that face before. I know that man, I'm sure of it. The man on the train. He's you, he's me, holding the satchel as the train keeps rolling, pistons pumping, whistling through the imaginary night. Autumn's Kiss in August by Helen Wilkinson the nipped wind frisks the dryad bough, 
the burned colours teasing now, and life once lush is leaning now to autumn's kiss in August. The birds were quiet in the heat, and we read walkers take a seat, the rain now falling past its peak of autumn's breath in August. So who dare tell the bird in song that life come winter won't be long once early berry seeds have gone to autumn's kiss in August. Their bones as bracken underfoot from all that human beings have took before you find a warming nook feel autumn's kiss in August. Poem for Young Poet by Chris Hodgson Young Poet, full of passion and fear quietly comes to the stage to give us her first poems. We breathe, have faith in yourself, share with us your words. You feel that pounding in your heart, fear not, for that is life and the truth demanding to be heard. Young poet, find your voice, for knowledge is power. Embrace your fears and listen to your heart of truth. Accept the sounds of praise, for it is from the hands of your fellow poets, as they too have and understand your passions and fears. For poetry is the DNA of the soul. High in the Lemony Pines by J. Archer Avery Give me a cabin high in the Lemony Pines where I can eat steak all day, learn the banjo. Show me how to whittle. I will make statues of people fucking, sell them to tourists from a roadside shack. I will sustain myself. Give me a hot tub high in the lemony pines where I can soak my bones in champagne. They say altitude brings clarity. I will play the banjo between bites of rare steak. I will make a statue of myself fucking the hole in the ozone layer. It will be my bestseller. I will ride out the next pandemic high in the lemony pines, soaking my bones in the hot tub, strumming the banjo. Piranha, Sharon Milley. There's a piranha in the classroom. I think it's rather scary. It's looking out of the window and acting rather leery. It's bigger than the normal ones, with great big googly eyes, a huge gaping gob with sharp pointy teeth to gobble you up just the job. It can't be seen by pupils in the room, only I know it's there. If they did, they wouldn't work, as they'd be rude and only stare. It's skulking in the corner, watching overall, keeping an eye on those who work, making a mental note of those who sit and shirk. And those who fool around and shirk too much may be in for a big surprise. Just before they disappear, they'll see its big googly eyes. So let us keep this secret of the piranha in the class. Make sure you work hard or you may get bitten in the ass. This is called Enter Johnny Clark by Gary the Hat. It was that time of the week, that time of romance, when a single guy gets inside his own pants, dim the lights and set the scene, blur the line between reality and dream. And at that moment of you-know-when, that moment of glory when we feel absolved of our sins, the fireworks, the rockets and the stray wet mark, who should appear in the aftermath? Enter Johnny Clark. I laughed at the absurdity and as if he had heard me, he turns round and tells me, it's not the first time I've done this. I said, listen, John, now's not the time, but now I'm questioning why you did appear in my mind. 
I don't want to be yours, you're not in my fantasies, and I have to point out, you weren't in that one either. You just made a cameo in the closing credits. But as I was saying, I don't want to be yours, and you're not part of my sexual fantasy. So maybe you appeared because I'd recently read your autobiography. But I've just read Nick Culmer's That's Animal from Anti-Nowhere League, for those that don't know. But it would have made more sense if it were him that did show, himself in the end credits. But he didn't. It was you. And that still worries me. It ignites a spark. Why the sudden appearance of John Cooper Clark? Maybe you appeared to inspire me to write this. If so, you could have done better than this piece of shit. With your colourful vocabulary and wisdom gained over time, you had plenty to offer. All I got was this lousy rhyme from the smouldering embers of that mystical union when the voices of the angels began losing their hawk. I will never forget the aftermath of that orgasm and the sudden appearance of John Cooper Clark. Thanks for listening to the King Inc. podcast. If you'd like to see the live show, sign up for the open mic or contribute to a future episode. We'll be at Pop Rex in Sunderland on the second Thursday of each month from 6 till 9pm. In the meantime, you can find us on Facebook by searching King Inc. Spoken Word, on Twitter at King underscore Inc. underscore Poets and on Instagram at King underscore Inc. underscore Spoken underscore Word. King Inc. was produced by James Whitman with contributions from Patrick Shannon, Stephen McGowan, Steve Irwin, Helen Wilkinson, Chris Hodgson, J. Archer Avery, Sharon Milley, and Gary the Hat.